Hello and welcome to Atari Bytes, the show where we take a bite out of the story within a classic Atari 2600 game and see if that story bites us back. My name is Bill, this is episode 94. Hey, and I almost you forgot re- about me! I'm terribly sorry. His name is... Henry! My buddy Henry's back today to help me out with the show. How's everybody been, guys? Oh, good, thanks for asking. <laughs> good. Aren't you going to ask me how I am? No. Okay, moving on. It's November, Henry. We just had Halloween. As we're recording this, Halloween for us was this week, right? Mm-hmm. How was Halloween? Good. Are you I looking? got candy. You got some candy? Yeah, we just had some candy a little while ago, didn't we? Are you looking forward to Thanksgiving? Because we're into November now. Not really after too many library books. <laughs> That's true. We went to the library yesterday, and you got books that are due. But I, but I get to get more books. Yep. The when great thing about taking books back is you can get more books. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and visit, I'm going to get a lot of books. So support your local libraries, people. What if they want? What if they don't want to support the local libraries? Um, well, it, they should. It's a good thing to do. All right. I don't really have much news today. We did get some feedback from friend of the show, Sean. Hi, Sean. Hey, Sean. Hey, my friend. One of my friends at school is named Sean. Cool. Except this is not the same one. I know. Uh... You talk for a minute while I find this email. They paid good money to listen to this podcast. They might want some actual words, Henry. Okay, Not to criticize, but your vamping needs a little work, Henry. Oh. Hi, 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 hi. Hi, peoples, hi, peoples, hi, peoples. There you go. Answer his questions, Henry, people. You'll, you'll like this. The, the subject line in this email from Sean is some info for Henry. Ooh! I like em- info, but I, but I don't have a phone yet because it won't get me in. I don't, like, I don't like it. Sean says, You can tell Henry that according to the Twin Galaxies scoreboard, the record score on Frankenstein's Monster is 4,900, set by Douglas... Uh, Korkak? I'm not sure how you say that. Uh, it was verified via video submission on September 2nd, 2006. So there you go. You were wondering what the high score was in Frankenstein's Monster. That's what it is. Wait, At least the now? recorded one. What? What is it? 4,900. So we'll have to get He's the game out. on. We'll Wait, is he dead? No. The, pe- the person well, well, who beat so. the record? I don't think so. Ask uh, Sean guess, about that. I guess I don't know that, but I don't think so. Sean, if you're listening... Tell me, tell, give, um, um, whoever his, his name, his name Douglas is. Douglas Korkak. No, give, give, um, the person that, um, next to me doing this podcast. Your if, dad? If the person is dead, who made the 4,000-something record. Anyway, uh, Sean goes on to say that, by the way, uh, there must be something in the air with fast food. Of course, if you're a regular listener to Atari Bites, you know that I covered fast food. In episode 93, Sean says he just released episode 23 of the Atari 7800 Homebrew podcast last week, which featured Fat Axel and Sick Pickles, both of which are fast food remakes for the 7800. And there's now talk of Sick Pickles actually being released on a cartridge. Why? Are, previously why only p- out on downloadable ROM. Why would pickles be sick? That's just what they call the game. Remember in uh, fast food, you can't eat the purple pickles? It's been a while since you played that, I don't know if you remember I don't that or not. I think that's fast food. Uh, it flies through the air really fast. 
Henry says, and by the way, in case Henry is wondering about that one, the record for fast food is a million. Except no, I, he's guessing. No, he it's recorded. No, Todd's see, I'm get. Oh wait, no, that's an that's an old one. The, quit reading over my shoulder. A guy named Todd Rogers set that record on May 10th, 2001. There are a lot of entries for fast food on Twin Galaxies on that date, all verified by the referee, which makes me think it was some kind of a tournament or something. I did ask Sean how it could exactly be a million points, and he didn't really know, but he was guessing that maybe the score on fast food maxes out at a million, meaning you can't go any higher than a million points. Oh, he's on. I'm going to get over a million Challenge accepted. Challenge accepted. <laughs> All right, look out. Tell you what, Henry, if you hit a million points on Then you have food, to give me 2,000 bucks. No, but I will submit your name to Twin Galaxies to get you on the, uh, on the recorded score. Yeah, I'm going to be famous. But you got to get a million points first. Okay, it's on. After this podcast, <laughs> I'm going to try. I'm going to see. Even if it takes me 2,000 million hundred years, I'm still going to beat that record. If I can get over that record. Right. You heard it here, guys. In I'm o- probably going to be dead in, in o- 2,000 million hundred years. Sorry, I was just checking my uh, console. The game had, the screen had gone black. Uh, but it's fine. It did um, turn off so it didn't waste any battery. Yes. So, I don't really have any other news. I just wanted to do a plug for me. Uh, it's November. And November, December. Everybody knows that. <laughs> That's That wasn't. That was just the introduction. That wasn't the, the whole thing I was trying to say. In November and December every year, I like to remind people that in addition to being a world-class podcaster... And I'm not also, a world-class. Thank you, Henry. I'm also if a writer. If you're a world-class po- po- podcaster, you get a million bucks and you give all the money to me. Um, and I don't have my million bucks yet. Other than podcasting, I also do some writing. And several years ago, I wrote a book called In the Saint Nick of Time, which is a Christmas story, obviously. It was what is that? What, wasn't that already like a book or yeah, a movie? But it's it's getting to be Christmas time. So Why would you write a book? Someone already wrote the book. Me in the Saint Nick of Time. Didn't somebody already write that? Yes. Before you. Me. No, before you. Well, there may be another book called In Saint Nick of Time. I don't know, but mine is called In the Saint Nick of Time, and it's a Christmas if, story. So I would change that wanted title. to remind you. Uh, to please consider going and picking that up. Uh, you yeah, and, and when you pay him, he'll give all the money to me. Yeah, no. Or so, else. The story, the book is about three friends. Uh, Cameron Jones is a successful author. He's going through a rough patch in his career and in his personal life. He's uh, in a, a custody dispute with his wife over their uh, young daughter, Holly. Uh, he's got a friend named Dogwater Hunt who is obsessed with conspiracies and convinced that aliens are going to visit Earth on Christmas Eve. And the third member of the trio If aliens is, visit Earth and the, on Christmas Eve and they come to my house, they're, they're going to the wrong house. I'm going to punch their faces off and then I'm going to go, but no, 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 you can't catch me because you're dead. And the third character uh, in the little trio is Santa Claus himself. He's gotten kind of burned out on his job and he quits. And he ends up hanging out with Cameron and Dogwater. Oh, it is a movie. You watched it. No, it's not. I, I hope someday someone wants to pay me to make a movie out of it, but it's not a movie right now. You don't. I don't think you know how to make a movie. I don't have to make the movie. People who know how to make movies could pay me money for the permission to make the movie out of my and book. Then you pay, and then you give me a lot of money. No. Maybe I take you out for pizza or something. 
But if you give me the money and you take me out to pizza, then I wait no. So yeah, if any of you guys out there have movie production companies and you want to talk to me about uh, licensing the rights to make my book into a movie, you would have to get a. It will make Henry very happy. Yeah, because he'll give um, me all the money. Yeah, no. To go so, get some ice cream. Uh, so these three friends are kind of thrown together in Santa Claus, Indiana, which is actually a real place. There is a town called Santa Claus in Indiana, and that's where the story that's is That's a weird name. Um, there's a lot of humor in the book, but it's got a lot of heart, too. I really had fun writing it. I hope you guys consider reading it. Keep in mind, though, it is a Santa Claus story, but I aimed it specifically at adults because I thought it was about time that adults had their own Santa Claus story. I want to read it. Uh, it is not, unfortunately, for kids. There are some... Naughty words and a little bit of violence in the I book. Read, so. I read books that have naughty words. When? There's there's books that like there's books that that are, that are in the library at my school that ha, that I checked out once, and then when I read them, there's naughty words some in the book. Hmm. We'll have to talk about that later. But for right now, we're going to talk about this week's uh, video game. How about that? Okay. This week's game is... Alright, pass the oatmeal, guys, because we're playing... Squeezebox! Now oh, you jumped on it. Squeezebox, from U.S. Games. I already said that, you don't want to 1982. Uh, U.S. Games, of course, is a division. Oh, well, yeah, because we're playing it because someone made it in the U.S. U.S. Games, of course, is a division of Quaker Oats, or was... Quaker de- Oats? ...designed to develop games. Quaker Oats, of course, makes oatmeal... So an oatmeal company was making video games for a while in what? the 80s. Yeah, I know. That's that what everybody else said. Sense. That's what everybody else said. So they only made a few. And one of them was Squeezebox. How do you play Squeezebox? Well, I'm glad you asked. They, they didn't ask. I'm imagining that they asked. Oh. Squeezebox is a single-player, full-color game designed to be played on the Atari video, game, video computer system. That's a lot of weird. Or the series Video Arcade. There are six game variations to test your skill and judgment. What can suggest? Squeezebox is the ultimate escape game. Well, we'll see about that. No, it's not. <laughs> they don't punch anybody in the face in Squeezebox. Our pistol packing jailbird has got to shoot like crazy to knock out an escape route through the walls before they how, close in on him. How, how, how could you use a gun and break out of a wall? I mean, like, you would have, you would have to have a machine gun. I don't know. You could write to Mythbusters if it was still on. And ask them to prove whether you could do that or not. Unfortunately, it's not on anymore. What? Yeah, I know. What? Did both of them die doing a myth? No. I believe we can find them on Netflix on your file. You probably could. The longer it takes, the faster they come. So aim carefully, but don't rush. In, don't rush out too fast, because the next room is worse, and you're getting points for each block you shoot out. Test your endurance. Wait too long, and you might touch the wall. Three touches, and it's all over. Except for the. Except for the hottest finish you've ever encountered in a video game. Ah, that's funny. Why do you think they say hottest finish? Because it because you're gonna be hot at the end. Why? Because you're using gun and trying not to be killed by walls that are closing in on you. Well, yeah, there was that. But you're gonna wake up a sweat. What was on the screen at the end of the game? Um. Who was on the screen? A devil! Yeah, a devil, complete with flames and everything. It was freaky. The devil was on a fire, the floor was. So, let's see. We're using the joystick, we said that. The left difficulty switch selects fast or slow bar speed. Position A is fast, B is slow. The right difficulty switch selects automatic fire. Position A is uh, manual fire, 
and B is automatic fire, I would recommend B because your thumb's going to get tired otherwise. Move the joystick left or right or up or down to control the movement of the figure. Adjust the uh, angle of your shooting by depressing the fire button in either auto fire or manual mode. And hold the joystick either up or down depending on desired angle of shot. Angle will then stay as set until moved to another direction. That's a lot of words. There are six variations on, of the game. Uh, game one, squeeze, box, uh, squeeze bars randomly grow in in from both sides of the room. And you have to shoot them back and attempt to get out of the room. Bars begin moving faster and faster as time goes on. If you succeed in leaving the first room, you enter the next room with faster growing bars. Game two, squeeze bars only grow in from one wall and the other wall is stationary. Your goal here is to turn all the glowing, all the moving color bars white by shooting them all the way back. When this happens, the screen automatically clears and you are in the next room. Game three, once again, the squeeze bars grow in from only one wall, but the other wall begins to move in on you. Shooting back the growing bars rolls up the score. Shooting back the flashing bars rolls up bonus points. As the game goes on, it becomes faster and, of course, harder. Game four it's is identical to game one, except there are twice as many horizontal colored bars. Game five is identical to game two, but there are twice as many horizontal colored bars. And game six is identical to game three, but there are twice as many horizontal colored bars. Uh, and there are various point values from zero for a white bar to 100 points for shooting a path and walking off. Hints. The longer you shoot, the more time available for the white walls to move in on you. Stand as close as possible to the advancing bars or your, so your gun will fire more frequently, but be careful. Try to completely shoot away one wall of bars first and then reverse to the opposite wall. Remember, if you clear away all the bars, both sides, you gain an extra turn. And there are three maximum extra turns provided. Change the shooting angle as seldom as possible as this takes up time, allowing the bars to advance. Now get out there and blast away those walls or you'll My be trying to hot foot your way to freedom. That is how you play Squeeze box. Squeeze box. You blast away the walls like Ghostbusters blast away ghosts. Yeah, you were watching. Well, they don't blast away ghosts. They sh shoot them with the whatever you call it, electric currents, and then they close them and then they trap them in a trap. Yeah, you were watching real Ghostbusters earlier, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I watched like five episodes. Wow. GameFacts.com put up a review in 2010. Headline, another forgotten low-quality game released on the Atari 2600. The conclusion that they came to was, Squeezebox is not a good game, no matter what way you look at it. It may provide a few minutes of comic relief just for the terrible visuals, but that's about as much fun as the game can offer. Ramit is by far the better game, and though that one will set you back a few bucks, it's well worth it. Squeezebox is no way, no how a good investment. Trying to think of it, I can't think of any one of U.S. games releases that are worth a purchase. So just remember that when you're looking to find games for your Atari 2600 library. You can guess the best. Of the, the rest of the review says, you know, the sound effects aren't much to comment on. The visuals are terrible. It, basically, they don't like this game so much. Oh yeah, because it's boring. Where's the fun part? Where's the action? Well, there's Henry's review. It's boring. What, what kind of action would you like, Henry? People <laughs> punching people in the face. People there's killing only one, people. There's only one guy. Who's he going to punch? No, there's two guys. Two guys? The, the prisoner and the devil. Don't forget the devil, dude. Oh, so you'd rather have it be a fight between that guy and the devil? Uh-huh. Oh, I see. And I would want to be the devil so I can so I can kill that guy because devils are more powerful than any prison. I suppose they call this game Squeezebox because the jail cell is, is shrinking, right? It's squeezing in on him. But you know what 
what squeeze box is it also a name for? It's a box that squeezes in. Yeah, but it's also uh, a nickname kind of for an accordion or a concertina. Do you know what? Oh, name? because accordion makes sound by pushing by a, by a person pushing pushing both sides in, and 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 when the when and when the person does that, when and when the person does that, the it makes wind, which makes a sound. Wow. That was a great explanation, Henry. Good job. The accordion was invented in the early 1800s by Friedrich Buschmann in Germany. How long did it's it take him to make it? It's, uh, I don't know. It doesn't say here. It has keys like a piano, but is held by the accordionist while playing. Sound is created when the keys or buttons are pushed, and the accordionist expands or compresses the bellows. The accordion is used in pop music, folk music, Cajun music, jazz, classical, zydeco, and dance Basically pop. all. can be found all over the world. Uh, the music can. They can be the accordions can be made in many different ways. Weird Al Yankovic is a Grammy wi- Grammy winning parodist who incorporates polkas into his music with his accordion. He was trained as a child to play the instrument. All right. Well, that's all fun and everything, but the accordion really doesn't play into this game at all. Ah, see what I said? Accordion play, play the accordion. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, moving on. That's not very funny. After the break. A correctional system based on jail cells that shrink and Death Star trash compactors. Uh, remember Ooh, that scene? I, I know how the walls moved. How they move? Because, de- because, because devils can can have like magical powers and maybe the, and maybe the devil maybe the devil made the walls move. Well, that's one idea, but maybe it's kind of like the trash compactor in Star Wars. You remember that? What, what, what? When Luke and Han and Princess Leia go down the ch- trash chute into the trash compactor, and then the oh, ball yeah. starts squeezing in. That's, that's the, that's, that's like, that's like a, gar- a garbage truck. The back of the truck that holds, that holds all the garbage squeezes in so it, so there's enough room for all the garbage. Oh, so that's not really the same thing as what you're telling me? No. Alright. Well... After the break, a correctional system based on jail cells that shrink and Death Star trash compactors does little to reduce the rate, rates of recidivism among gun-wielding prisoners. Discuss. So Henry, I'm looking at this guy on the screen. And two things. I noticed two things. I have, I have something. Oh, okay. It, What's your thing? If he's in jail, why would he have a gun? Wouldn't they, like, inspect him first? That is Make a, sure he doesn't have any, like, weapons or something. That is an excellent point. This is a very weird and very lax prison, it seems like. But what I was noticing was... His shoes don't match. Well, right. That's actually what I was, kind of was going to say. It looks to me like he's wearing green high heels. Like, green women's shoes. They need um, to fix the fashion problem. Whatever it is, they don't go with his red and white striped outfit. That's for sure. The other thing that I he noticed... Looks like, he, yeah. looks like, where's, he looks like Waddle and wears Waddle, except his shoes don't match. He does kind of look like where's, where's Waldo, except he needs a shave. He's got some 5 o'clock shadow going on. What I was going to say he reminded me of was the guy in the song, um, I'm Getting Nothing for Christmas. 
You remember that on the Christmas music we listened to? I'm getting nothing for Christmas. I ain't but nothing but bad. No. And then in the song, there's this kid singing the song, but then this guy's breaking into his house and he sings with them. And that character's voice, when I think of what the guy probably looks like, looks like this guy. Uh, anyway, guys, get the Dr. Demento Christmas album. Uh, it's on there. You won't be disappointed. All right, should we play this game? Sure. Go ahead, bad boy. So, sort of an ominous opening music. Like Henry said, why does this guy have a gun in jail? The other big question is, why do the walls move? This is a, a weird prison, man. Some sort of bizarre, dystopian future prison. They need to check this place out. Yeah, they do. I'm playing game one right now for those keeping track at home. setting. So what do you think of the look of this game? Come on, you beat my high score. I wonder if the rainbow colored bars are supposed to make you think of breakout. Super breakout. Back off there, yellow bar. Gun. You kind of went to a lot darker place than I did. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's let them have the gun without expecting the a prisoner. Who would do that? Probably a person who has no lane. Oh, okay. It didn't go to, go to school. I see. Good day. Man, I have one more guy. Am I ever going to break out of this prison? Tim Robbins, where are you when you need you? That was a Shawshank Redemption joke. Nice if, as the levels increase, the gameplay changed a little. Maybe got more difficult or something. Pretty repetitive. I guess it is getting a little faster, but you're still doing basically the same. Oh man! Whoa! That's the devil, dude. And he's wearing the green shoes. So am I the he's devil? He's a devil! Am I the devil now? Yeah. That was weird and unexpected. You're either the devil or the devil came into his jail cell, killed him, and then took his shoes and put them on. Freaky, man. Alright. Now but that seriously, we... they need to change the fashion wear. They need to change their shoes. They need to make their prisoners which wear shoes or change all well, their shoes. The devil's hanging out in this prison. I think that might be a bigger problem. Yeah. Yeah. Well, all right, so now they get all the police officers, and all the police, and then they make all the police officers get machine, get machine guns, and then, so, and then make them surround the the devil, and then all at the same time they shoot him with the machine gun. All right. Well, now that we've danced with Beelzebub, let's uh. Back let's uh, throw it back over to you in the studio. So here's the thing about Squeezebox. Do we like Squeezebox? Eh, boy. I wish we had video for this, because Henry just kind of like shrugged, and he's like, eh, boring. It is. All you do is shoot the wall. Oh, we should probably think of something nice to say about it. Is there anything nice we can say about it? I'm sorry the game is so boring. <laughs> that was awesome, dude. Uh, that was an inaudible high five. We need an audible high five. Ow! Not a painful high five, an audible high five. All right. Audible high five! Yeah, I, I, I'm not crazy about this game either. There's really not much to it. So, is there anything else you want to say about the game itself? Dumb. All right. I'm sorry the game is so dumb. All right. Well, here, before I do my story, why don't I ask you, why do you think this guy's in jail? Because he's trying to shoot the walls, peep, and people catch up. So he's a vandal, is what you're saying. He tries yeah, whatever that would mean. He tries to, to break walls. So what they put him in jail mean? for it, ironically. And then they, he broke the walls and got out. No, the devil, the devil's terrorizing him. Oh, okay. Well, uh, why, why do you think they let him have a gun? Because the two people who work at the police at, at the police station don't expect the prison as well. We run over this. Oh, okay. Do you think at the end of the game, he becomes the devil, or does the devil, or or? The two, the two separate. Wait, it might be the same person because Devil had on the same shoes. Okay, well that's true, he did, right? He had those I'm going on 50-50. You think it's a 50-50 chance? Alright, uh, well that's a good question though too. Why green shoes? I don't know, because they have horrible fashion sense. <laughs> they, ne 
They need to call Sophie. You think so? Mm. Think Sophie could teach them how to dress? Well, yeah, because have you seen them? All right. They were, they were red and white hats and shoes and pants. Uh -huh. And then the shoes are just green and look like high heels. Yeah, it was kind of weird. All right. And so my story is kind of a poem. You know, I want to give thanks to Pete Downson and The Who for this. You don't know who that is, but trust me, uh, the listeners will know. <coughs> <coughs> Quit mocking me. Quit mocking me. Mama's in the squeeze box. Mama's in the squeeze box. Don't do that for every line, Henry. Okay. Mama's in the squeeze box, gun strapped to her chest. And when Daddy comes home, he finally gets some rest. Usually she's burying bodies all night and making alibis airtight. But now Mama's in the squeeze box, Daddy finally sleeps at night. Well, the kids bust concrete, and the dog smells victim feet. There's no escape from the legalities in the whole darn street. Usually she's burying bodies all night and making alibis airtight. But now Mama's in the squeeze box. Daddy finally sleeps at night. But... She goes in and out and in and out and in and out and in and out and in and out. She's shooting blocks all night and trying to get out all right. Mama's in the squeeze box. Daddy finally sleeps at night. Or is it repeat? Oh, because it's kind of a poem. She goes, free me, come on and free me. Come on, don't tease me like you do. Life or crime, I love you. Mama's in the squeeze box. Daddy finally sleeps at night. She goes in and out and in and out and in and out and in and out and in and out. Usually she's burying bodies all night and making alibis airtight. Mama's in the squeeze box. Daddy finally sleeps at night. Wait, no, that wasn't a good one. And that's our show. My thanks to Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.com for Creative Commons use of his songs, Reformat, Take a Chance, and Pinball Spring. You can find Atari Bytes on many podcatchers, including Stitcher, iHeartRadio. And also remember, wherever you get your pod, squeeze out, out of your, your own, own box, box and into yeah. iTunes to leave a review so that other people can find the show in their own boxes. Then, when you're chatting with your fellow inmates, tell them about the show. You can also support the show financially at the Atari Bytes Patreon page. Patreon. Patreon page or whatever. Or picking up Atari Bytes merchandise. Merchandise at Zazzle.com. New CB pot tote and colorful of glee shirts, blankets, mugs, and stickers. And much more. And much more. Our website is AtariBytes.Libson.com. You can email the show at ataribytes2016 at gmail.com. You can like the Atari Bytes Facebook page. You can follow the show on Twitter at Atari Bytes. Or follow me personally at Carnival of Glee. And don't forget to check it, my other show. It's a podcast, Charlie Brown. For all your animated penis gang needs. New episodes on the 15th every month. Next, next time, time on Atari Bytes. Next time. So until next time, go play some old games. They missed you. Oh, man, I want to say it, too. So until next time, go play some old games. They've missed you. I already said that.